Yo, yo, this is Treasy. And I'm Young Leezy. And we are the On Ear Network. We know you've heard our tag at the end of this show, but it dawned on us that we've never really introduced ourselves. So we wanted to invite you to listen to all of our podcasts. Right now, our roster consists of And Then We Had Sex, a comedy couple that talks about their sex life with an occasional celebrity. The Locker Room, where men take off their filters and say how they really feel. And Grams of Snow, for your underworld and organized crime stories. And of course, Kind of Movie Critics which is our show, where we deep dive into movies and TV. So if you enjoy this show, check out some of One Ear's other podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now let's start the show. That was an incredibly talented cast like that. It's no wonder that we're here celebrating Best Picture of the Year, The Godfather. It takes an incredible team, an incredible team, to make a classic motion picture. And I'd like to start by thanking the man, who in addition to suggesting the visionary, Francis Ford Coppola. Thank you. Also had the wherewithal to option an unpublished 60-page treatment by Mario Puzo, which turned into one of the biggest selling novels of all time. The unsung hero, Peter Bart. Do what it do. Hi, friends. Grams of Snow Podcast. Your favorite mafia, gangster, street gang. Teenage drug use. Cocaine. Political crime. Right. All the bad guy shit. That shit. Political science, white collar crimes. We are the podcast that talks about all that shit. I'm doing a lot of shit cussing. Like I just said shit like five times. Your favorite four, word four today, or five apparently. Times. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have to shit? Are you okay? No, I'm. I'm Are good. you regular? I'm. I'm currently good. Okay. I'm currently good. You get enough fiber? Did you get some oatmeal today? I'm currently great. Okay. Yeah, I'm just. I'm Very just. Good. You know, we're in the midst of company, so it's like, and it's another woman, so it's like I, I have to go ahead and, <laughs> you know, the last few times that we've had company, it's been men. It has. So I could be cool, but I feel like y'all about to get real like, against the patriarchy here. <laughs> I don't know if there was a bunch of patriarchy in this. I know. <laughs> y'all about to get y'all about to come against the patriarchy, so I gotta go ahead and just like puff my chest out like yo I don't shit. Know. This show had a so bunch of really stand up gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> broke the ice talking about your shit. Is that what we did? Yeah, Got you know, it. I gotta mark the territory, man. Got it. Okay. So. Normally folks pee to do that. I didn't know that. I was gonna say I did not know. Uh, oh well, you know, well yeah, the king will shit. Really? The king shits, yeah. You're the king? I mean, Context clues, six. Okay. Yeah, context clues. So <laughs> I am the A mic, right? I think Alex is the A mic. I ain't gonna hold you. Oh, Alex is the A mic here. She might be. Okay. How would I know that? Okay. How well, would I, how would they know? How would they know? Well, we're gonna see by the end of this episode that that the third voice that you hear is indeed our lawyer on retainer. If you've been keeping up with us since Snowfall season five, we've talked about this woman as she is the third member of the pod unofficially. But she is for sure one of our two lawyers on retainer. Shout out to Chris. And this is Alex. Hey, y'all. Yes. I don't remember if you weren't listening to Snowfall. Alex was on Twitter one day and she was talking about how Snowfall began to make a bunch of Godfather references. Mm -hmm. So we literally added a segment into the podcast to find the Godfather reference Mm -hmm. from the episode. Yep. We did. And there basically was one every episode. We did that. Just admitting, like, but I will see it everywhere. Like, I will watch a cartoon and be like, I bet they fucking put, like, if, if you have to call me on it, like, I might, I might get it wrong sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. I, I, I like that, man. I like anybody who sees the Godfather and everything. 
because that's so that's the so the real reason why we bought you on is because you are indeed probably the only other person outside of me because i'm i'm i was the king of godfather until i until i found out that you took your vows to the godfather way more serious than me okay so we we bought alex on because she is indeed a godfather aficionado and uh I always stand to have these conversations. Yeah. Six, I love having these conversations. No, with no, you. I completely get it. Like, but, you know, she. So, so, Alex, six hasn't really seen part three like that. Okay, I right. see. You always right. you. What do you mean like that? This. Were there portions that you they, saw? No, I have seen the trilogy. I have owned the trilogy on box set. However, part three is like the fifth season of Martin to me. Okay. Like right. it's, it's okay. there, but yes. so what? Um, it's solely there for Andy Garcia's chest hair. So there's no other, <laughs> no other purpose. <laughs> Who cares? I'm, I'm there no. for the scene in the church. That's it, and that's kind of it. Um, my favorite one is the second one, so much so that I will watch part two before watching part one now because I know what's going to happen because it makes more sense to me chronologically. So why? Why do you like to that? Just because it's it starts at the beginning or something else? Yeah, because it starts at the beginning, the backstory of it. Um, you learn how the Don came, became the Don. You see him become super vicious and then mellow out. Mm -hmm. um, I just like that arc better. And again, part one, to me, makes more sense with part two. Mm -hmm. So I'll always watch part two first because mm -hmm. then it helps me understand the context in which I'm watching part one. Vicious? Did you call Vito vicious? Was he vicious? I don't think he was. No, Vito wasn't Not vicious. vicious, but you see him do things that's like, really? Like, you always know he's capable, but you yeah. watch him become that. Well, I mean, considering what happened to his Gently family. <laughs> yeah, that was, he was he was very, uh, I thought, I think he reasonable. dealt with some trauma. He toned down. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean by you get to watch that rise and that mellowing out. Yeah. And that's what makes the first one make more sense, where he never really loses his cool until he tells his kid to act like a man, right? So, like, right. you just... Everything is just, he's so used to. It. It's like, okay, how did you get so used to this shit? Right. Like, because okay. you know, in black gangster movies, everybody's balls to the wall, always losing their shit. It's yeah. the first gangster movie I saw where everybody was like, no, nah, it's cool. Don't worry, I'm going to kill you anyway. It's, it's all right. I want you to hold your place right there because I, well, I didn't really introduce the show that we're doing. So we're covering <sighs> the offer, uh, the one and only, probably, I hope, uh, season of the offer. Yes, right? please. Episode die. 10. The finale, right? You, Don't we're on it. the same page, right, Alex? They better not <laughs> yes. come back with it. Yeah, no um, need for more. Um, but we are covering the uh, season finale of the offer on Paramount Plus. The offer is the show about how they made the Godfather, sort of the behind the scenes, peek behind the curtain, if you will, of how they made the Godfather. So, all right. So, going back to what you just said, six. Um, I would. I don't know. I. I would. I don't think Vito ever got out of like emotionally out of control even in two right like like even when he killed the black hand or when when uh what was his name don fanucci was that his name yeah in part two Finucci. The, yep. the 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 black hand even when fanucci disrespected him you know he touching cool. his cheek yeah i just mean as far as the links he would go to okay right you see him you don't see he was the doing dog. more of the work he was more hands-on oh yeah he Correct. was oh for sure he was under the hood with it yeah 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 yeah, and it, yeah okay gotcha. so watching him gain him. the knowledge suggests to be able to move the pieces versus being one of the pieces right this may be what i mean versus being vicious okay i accept that you accept that alex 
Yeah, I'm also even wondering whether he would have gotten involved if it weren't for his two friends. Like, I don't think so. It seemed like he was completely in shock when he went to steal that rug. Like, what the fuck, bro? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. That was <laughs> yeah. He, he played it cool though. Oh uh, yeah, that was uh, Tessio uh, and Clemenza. Uh, Clemenza. Uh, yeah, Clemenza was is who he stole the rug with, and uh, yeah, and Tessio was the other one. So he he pretty much built the family with them too. That's what I mean. It's cool yeah. to see that part before you watch them actually do things because it makes more sense. Yeah. To me, anyway, seeing that. I, I, I do agree. I I will say that, like, watching Vito's, Vito's backstory really was fun. The fun part of two. Mm-hmm. I didn't care so much. I mean, that's a fucking lie. I was about to lie straight through my mouth. I, I No, I loved all of two. Definitely, I was there way more for the Vito stuff than the Michael stuff. But the yeah. Michael stuff was hella good. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so Alex, did you mm-hmm. know, like, before Puzo died, they were talking about doing a fourth one. Jesus and the fourth God. one was supposed to be about like the kids, Michael, Sonny, and Fredo as kids growing up. Uh, I think I saw that and I thought I saw that they were going to put DiCaprio in it. Am I remembering the right? Oh shit. If that's news to me, if, if I'm that, so that would never happened. Enough. Three was yeah, enough. That would have been, I yeah. just, I ain't going to hold you for, I would have been here for four, but I do feel you because three, you but see three is like a bad Jay-Z album. It's not like super horrible. It's just no, it's pretty bad. I mean, it's, it's only bad in comparison to one and two. Well, that's what it has to be compared to. It's called part three. No, right. I think on its own, like, did I need the cousin incest? Did I no. need like all of the like? I think it got too too modern, or maybe I don't know what you would think of as the mafia. Like, I don't really need to hear them getting wrapped up in in the Vatican and all that stuff. Maybe it goes on. Like that's not my business. I want like. Your old school mom and pop mafia, if that makes sense. I don't need like when it gets bigger. Yeah, but it aligns with what Michael was trying to do, which was he was trying to get his family to go completely legit, just trying to change the course of history. So I mean, that makes sense. Well, I'm here I for mean, the lore. Air, yeah. I mean, if you listen, if you if you're the biggest gangster in America, and then the Vatican, you, you find a way to do some business with the Vatican. You telling me you're not trying to do that, Alex? To go from one corrupt system to another, like I don't know, maybe I. Well, I, I guess think I that would. that was the eye opener is that he didn't realize that it was way more gangster than the streets. Like so that that I was the whole thing. Did. I think the I think what uh, his father said to him was like, and what Kay said to him one day, like everybody's in it. You think that the politicians and like the church and everybody there's there's somewhere safe. Everybody's in it. Yeah, there is no way that it's not corrupt. Well, we know that now. <laughs> Mike learned it the hard way, and we 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 learned it off Michael's mistake. Right, right. Um, okay. Well, let, let's let's real because we're doing a lot of Godfather talk. Let's let's kind of mm-hmm. pull back into the offer a little bit, just to get the motor running a little something. Um, how did you guys feel about this as a finale? Or you ladies? I'm sorry, I don't mean to say guys. Don't you know, do it. Don't I use guys gender neutral. It's fine. <laughs> right. Okay. 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 It was fine. It left me feeling like it wouldn't, like, like it would, another season wouldn't come, which is exactly where I wanted it to leave it. That's good. Mm-hmm. There was no punch to it. I don't know if there was supposed to be, but it was fine. I like their little montage thing. That was cute. It was cute. Yeah. It was a cute episode. Right. It was good to me. I feel like it, it did a really good job of, wrapping up everyone's story mm-hmm. or at least letting you know what happened next without having to blatantly say it right like them just having the conversation with puzo and he's like oh i did a, a thing for warner brothers i never knew that first of all 
Yeah, the Superman. I didn't, yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. It it let you know about what Coppola was doing next in conversation, mm-hmm. right? It let you know that Betty was going to start her um, agency and just by just by way of seeing it. So mm-hmm. I liked. I, I hate when stories end and they do this very. This happened with this and this, but instead of just letting us know via conversation, so that was cool to me. Yeah. Um, and I smiled this whole episode. It was so cute. Yeah. It was so cute. Uh-huh. No, it, it was it was good. I I enjoyed it. It was the first episode, and for obvious reasons, because like they weren't really in production mm-hmm. anymore, and the, you know everything else in this show has been about either getting to production or through production. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this was there was a clear change in tone to me. It didn't. It didn't feel like the same show, but I don't mean that in like a a bad way. Yeah, disparaging way. I just mean that it just didn't feel like the same show. Oh, by the way, Alex, I use a bunch of big words. Sometimes they fit. Sometimes they. I'm like a vibes guy. Like sometimes I use language as a vibe. So mm-hmm. like I'll say like a big word sometimes, and it, it's absolutely wrong. But like you know, what, you know what the fuck I'm trying to say. We play bingo <laughs> about whether or not that word fits. <laughs> With it, all right. We'll just keep it rolling. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Lizzy. I was she about to say we just call it a Lizzy, you know. She always corrects me, but um, yeah, it was it was the first time that I felt like I wasn't watching the offer. I was watching something else. It, the offer only by because we were in love with these characters and we followed them, and because it's the Godfather, but not in like the way the rest of the tone of the movie was. You know, a lot of I mean, we've lost Joe Colombo at this point, so like we the didn't mafia, lose Joe Colombo. Well, not in real he life. He didn't die, but but, yeah. but I mean. Yeah, I mean, the mafia wasn't even present in this episode, you know, and they've been. I mean, they had their own showing. <laughs> they did. We got That's rid of them right. last, last episode. That was a pretty cool scene, didn't you think? Alex? I thought it was really sweet. Yeah. I don't know how much of this actually happened. I would like a separate book about the mafia involvement if it doesn't exist already. Yeah, that's that's a good point because because. Uh, Bottom line is that, like, I got to thank Joe Colombo for uh, green lighting the yeah. my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> and fucking Caesar. Yeah, I love Caesar. Got to go get, pay respects to on his grave, man. Oh, my goodness. Um, drop the box set on his grave. You, you don't have I mean? to do that. You don't have I to don't do think that? you would want to go there. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. know if, if Why not? that's. It's not open to the public? Why it just seems ill-advised. Okay. I got you. Yeah. I hear you. I'll take you guys' advice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I thought it was a good episode. I, I agree. It was very cute. It was, you know, there was some really good moments. Um, I have to, all right. So I'm, can I start off with an apology? Sure. Always. Is that okay, Alex? Can I start off with an apology? <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> okay. So I have to apologize to Allie. Okay. Thank you. So, so, well, oh, okay. Well, maybe I can get your perspective here. Okay, Alex. So. When Allie first, when she stepped out on Bob, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we had a two episode debate. We did. We had a debate about because my my thing about it was, I felt like Allie was being selfish. With her, like the way that not not so much for what she wanted because I totally understood like what she wanted out of the situation with Bob. Um, you know, she wanted to feel seen. She wanted to feel showed up for as six you know put it to me uh however i felt like what she was the incident that took him off the course to where he couldn't follow her to texas for this movie i felt like it was completely valid and it's not one that should have like resulted in her just fucking on steve mcqueen you understand what i'm saying so so i thought that like i felt like in this particular moment even though this may have been like this may have been a buildup of other moments that have. have happened, 
right? Yeah, may have. May have. Know. That's really it. That's it. It's never may one have. thing. It's like, this is the fucking straw. It's like, I wasn't going to, I mean, maybe I would have fucked Stephen Queen yesterday. Maybe not. But now Today? I got another reason. Today, <laughs> yeah. I got a reason. Like, I don't if think I'm, it's one thing. It's never one thing. If I'm constantly sacrificing for you and, the, and sacrificing, like, not just compromising, but sacrificing. Yeah. And the one time I need you to not just compromise, sacrifice for me, yeah. you tell me no. Okay. Well, they also left out that would have been really relevant is they had a one-year-old at this point. Oh, oh wow. They? they just cold left that out. Which is totally, it would have gone into her motivations about like why this is such a big deal that like you're, it's not just me, it's me and my son that you are putting yeah. on the back burner constantly. No, I mean, actually, now with you saying that, it makes me feel like that was even more so. Now I got to take my apology back. No, because every time you leave and don't show up, that means you didn't show up for me and your child. Nah, fam, don't do that. That's exactly what it means. That's true. That's true. I don't know about that. I I think that's... They're learning learning what a relationship is supposed to be like. They're learning what... First of all, take it out of like the romantic context. You're teaching a child what it means to be a friend, what it means to love somebody. Do you show up for them? When do you compromise? When do you ask for sacrifice? When do you make it? Like, what it means to keep your word as a man. And they had a son? son. As a man, you keep your word. Well, I don't think he didn't not keep his word. No, but did he do what he said he was going to do? Yeah, he did. He ended up showing up at Texas. No, 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 no. Nope. I mean, nope. we'll have to go did... back down this road. Okay. We'll have to go back down. I back to your the apology. tone of it. It's the tone <laughs> of it. It's like, I can't show up for you. You know how this works. Like, I can't. Or is it like, I am fucking devastated. I said I would show up. This, like, I'm in a terrible situation. Help me through this. Do you think I should go? Will you understand if I can go? Like, talking about it as a partner, even if you land in the same place, to me, makes all the difference. Yeah. Okay. So, see, I can ride with that. The tone of how the the how he should have delivered i can roll with that however they were married so i mean to me i mean we got the lawyer on retainer right so i mean legally was she wrong by fucking on steve mcqueen while they were still married i think they were separated that constituted separation oh my god and technically they were in california they don't have the rule where cheating is illegal so cheating is not illegal in california is there proof of the cheating is there what is there proof of the cheating? Proof means a photo or a child, by the way. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. The newspaper articles? That doesn't mean she cheated. Were they in the they were seen together. Right. Whoa, y'all are getting real surgical with the apology. No, with, you brought up law the... and legality of it. I just if want to you... know if someone could prove it. If there is no child and no video or photograph of them having sex, no, we can't prove they had sex. Wow. They had dinner in her room as far as I'm concerned. I don't know what happened yeah. in there. Oh, wow. Okay. For, as far as we know, he wasn't even in there. She lied to make him feel bad. Fellas. We never saw him. We never saw him. Fellas, I'm just gonna for all the men listening. This is what y'all <laughs> this is what the fuck y'all up against. Or fellas, you can no, simply keep your word. Uh, I mean, that. I mean that I mean, I'll give you that. That's the, probably the you know, easiest route to go. Do can, and do what you said you would do. Not what I said you would do. What you said you would do. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um so anyway, I, I I did come to give Allie an apology, but you know what? Fuck Allie. How about well, that? Well, what <laughs> were you going to apologize for? Huh? What, what was the apology going to be? Well, the apology was, you know, with with everything that happened, you know, um, you know, I understand her position, right? She came, she wanted to get these papers signed, uh, and then she she followed through with a final request. She showed up on his arm at the premiere. She showed up for him even after they were. I know that's crazy. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Wow. 
They were friends for life, apparently. I mean, they had a whole child. Okay. Well, his anyway. only child, her only child, I think. Both of them. That that's all. I was just coming in to say, hey, listen, Allie, whatever she won me back, whatever. But y'all, I'm kind of off her now. Well, she even gave that. she even gave her reasoning. It was even I know this is more important. Mm-hmm. It always has been, mm-hmm. which is why when he was like, oh, I'll change, she was like, I don't want you to. So well, I she think it was very generous. Yeah. Very generous. Absolutely. She she could have like it was very much. I'm not making you the bad guy here. This is not about like you broke a promise to me, which it could have been. It was, I see who you are. I fully accept who you are. I love you. Not in a marriage. Right. But yeah, I thought it was very uh, big of her. Okay. That'd have been cussing. It wouldn't have, it wouldn't have. Period. Uh, well, b- b- our b- lawyers okay. would have talked about <laughs> how you sell in that house. Wow. <laughs> b- b- I like, I like the term that was very because that, that wasn't very grown up of her. But I yes. one see one would argue myself. I would argue and say, yeah, of course she was trying to, she was trying to be nice about it because she fucked up. She cheated on him, right? I think there are worse things than cheating. There ain't no allegedly to it. It's a, there's a newspaper article. It just says that they were seen together. You know how these columns work? Like they always be lying in the blogs. Hey man, they especially back in the seventies, they was fact checking. Man, Absolutely. that's all I know. They were fact checking in the seventies. Were that's, they? That's what my lawyer's saying. Oh, I know. Yeah, of this, course. this is an accredited source. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Hey, when people, when you write theses for college papers and you reference a newspaper, it's accredited source, isn't it? Which newspapers can you? Well, part of the newspaper, not the gossip column. Yeah, right? I don't know. Not the my, fucking that's not inquirer. what my lawyer's saying. My Your lawyer, my lawyer, trying everything. Remember how we talked about how some, even some lawyers don't know what they're doing. I'm, my lawyer trying. Awesome. If I'm paying him, did he graduate how, from the what's, what's the what's the rate like? Two hundred an hour? <laughs> no, no yeah. sir, no well, sir. Oh, it's more than that. Yeah, yeah. If I'm paying that, he trying everything. He throwing everything at the wall. All the spaghetti. <laughs> he is a DeVry graduate. If he thinks that in any court of law, they're going to allow the inquirer. Shout to out to the DeVry. Don't do that. Shout out to the DeVry graduate. Just they, don't graduate there for law. It's great for trades. You should not be going to law school at DeVry. If that's what you can afford. Law, the law isn't worth lawyer. it. Let's just be clear. Like There are better professions out here. <laughs> than being a lawyer? Absolutely. Is way too. If, if you could do life all over again, you would choose different? Absolutely. Okay. Enough said. I would just stay the yoga instructor and then move to California to write. Dang, that there's still sweet. time. Yeah, there's absolutely still time. Oh, <laughs> but I, I wouldn't have had these loans, you know. Ah, so, the way the loans go to Rye. Yeah, I'm with, <laughs> that'd be the thing. All you got to do is write a treatment for Superman. Get one mil real quick. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know who don't Working have a bunch of it. loans? HVAC people. I want people to get back into trades. This is not my saying. heart. That's their better paths. Yeah. Their better paths. Right. I took a, 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 you know, I'm, you know, I'm a, fil- I'm a filmmaker. If you didn't know. uh Alex. So that's my trade. And um I absolutely I'm not gonna say I would have did did it different. I probably still if I came back again, I'd probably still do it. I would just I would have taken a different route to it. Y'all wanna come back again? No, no, I'm kinda oh. I, when I'm done off this earth, I don't even want niggas mentioning my name <laughs> low key. Like, <laughs> kind of done. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I'm a leaf. I don't know. I think I'm gonna hang out. How, you, yeah. you said come back as a leaf? No. <laughs> No, I said I think I'm gonna hang out. I don't know if I'm gonna leave. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah, you gonna jump in that cryo chamber? Nah, I feel like I'm just gonna be wrinkly as fuck. Like y'all gonna take me? I'm gonna look like 
a streetwalker. What's it called? Not streetwalker. The fucking uh, a, day, a day walker. Day walker. <laughs> a daywalker. Streetwalker. My lord. I might be a streetwalker. Yeah. Looking Rick, like a daywalker. Might probably, be. Probably still make some bread too. You know, streetwalker. Hello. <laughs> I, would, I mean, there are fetishes for that. There's definitely know. fetishes for that. You know what I mean? Um. So all right. So the premiere, like I said, Puzo gets paid a million to write a fucking one-page treatment for Superman, bro. That's that. That is why. Like, I could shit out right now. Oh, fuck it. So much shit. <laughs> right. Uh, right now, a treatment for a movie, if if they were talking about giving one M, and we're talking about not even uh, adjusted for inflation, that's probably like a smooth $3 million today. Probably. For a page. Close to it. That's, that's wild, dog. Like, yo, Shakespeare could never. Shakespeare <laughs> didn't. So. <laughs> Oof. There it is. Shakespeare could never. That's right. That's that's. Yeah. Um. So th- th- there were a couple of things that happened during this premiere that uh, I wasn't aware of. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I, th- how did you guys know anything about the Godfather premiere? Like, like any mythology about it or no? Any, yeah, this that's not. I never researched that area, but um, hold the whole Harry Kissinger showing up. Yeah. Why the fuck was Kissinger there? I mean, one, it really happened. But two, like, why the fuck did it happen? Like, he has to be related to somebody who wanted him to be mentioned in this show. I don't know. I don't know. Why was Bloodhorn obsessed? Like, Henry, he's like the sec. Like, what is he? The secretary? Like, I just. Uh, I mean, you know, somebody with power. You know, you know how that goes, man. You know, they want to be close to power. And so it, it sounded like it was Bob's. He was Bob's friend, right? Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah, he is Bob's friend. Yeah, that's okay. how they explain it. Like it was, it was, it was. Uh, I mean, they, Bob Evans' friend. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why the other guy wanted the him there so bad. Right? Like, why did Charlie want him there? I, I Never have I been like, "Ooh, because you get Hillary." To, like, but I, like, well, I mean, I think that's what I think that's what guys again. It's back to the power thing, right? Like, like yeah. Bloodhorn, Bloodhorn. Obviously, I mean, he's he's wealthy financially. Yeah, and I'm sure that like having access to. I mean, isn't that the whole reason why they wanted to come to to? Don Corleone is because he had all the politicians in his pocket and all that shit. You know, that's what made him the most powerful Don, right? Fair. So maybe it's like they were doing something like getting a liquor license. Like this thing just showed up and like for what? (laughs) Like he's getting a meeting with the Russians. Like go fight the world peace, bro. Like you don't need to be here. He was on his hot boy shit. There's foreign policy to be made. Like why am I looking at you? Bloodhorn wanted to get a selfie before selfies with him. So he could show his, so he could put it on the wall, and when 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 some other rich niggas come in to drink scotch, they be like, "Oh, you know Kissinger? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I know Kissinger. He showed you up get, to the right. Godfather premiere. Guess you know we're working maybe, on some things. Or maybe it was to show how many important people came to the film. Maybe that he was like the the moniker for that of you know that those are the type of people who came to the premiere. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I guess that's kind of why it was put in here to show us that it was somewhat of a. Big deal, it was a star-studded event. Yeah, um, but it, he was the only name that they really highlighted outside. What the of fuck the does Kissinger form. know about film? No, goddamn thing. But he had a front-row seat to that motherfucker. Right. Yeah. That was very random. They could have tied that to something better. Right. I just. It, I, so I didn't see Pacino at the at the. You see what I mean? I want to see his reaction. Yeah, I didn't. They really didn't show us a lot in the premiere. It's like they showed us enough to know that the premiere existed. Showed us Kissinger. They showed the four guys talking. They showed the press. And then that was that. Well, you know, maybe they showed Kissinger because the show is about all the weird shit that happened. 
around the movie. Mm. So if that was the only like weird shit that happened at the premiere, mm. then I imagine. And to your point, if it's supposed to be like this is the post production episode, like Pacino, like unless he was on tour for something, he wouldn't have been involved in this part. Like this. It, it made sense that they didn't focus on the actors for this piece. Well, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, not focus on them. Because they were wrapping storylines. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, we ain't seen Mario in a month of Sundays. That's fact. Sure. Yeah, he just popped He just popped up with a new suit. Like, <laughs> was, was it good? a new suit? Yeah. And where was like Erica? It. Where was my girl? I know. They did leave Erica. Who's Erica? Puzo's wife. Puzo's wife. The, one that, the, one, the reason that we got the Godfather. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, she popped up and, and was like, nigga, I don't care. How motivated and inspired you are, you better sit down and write this Period. fucking book. Because we don't have see 10 how, grand. See how wives do? See how I just motivates you? Listen. Yeah, no, but listen, I like that. But that see, to me, that's good. She didn't demean him. Mm-mm. She rolled with it. He said that they, they listen, the most she did when he told her how much debt they were in, she just poured a glass of water. See, I can <laughs> Not deal even with scotch. that. She was like, Yeah. Okay, go write this, go write the book. She poured <laughs> a glass of water. Yeah, right. So see that kind see, that's different than if she would have Drunk the water and then I left some the of the water, water on him. Right. Threw the water on him, threw the glass after that, smashed his head on the desk and was like, bitch, if you don't write this fucking book. I mean, but as a practical matter, was she working? Like, what could she have done? You yeah. gonna pour the fucking water. Right. Because we got to figure out how to motivate him. I don't have a job. So. Golly. Hey, let's, get you, let's get you some food. Like, <laughs> like you need a snack? You need some. Right. So are you are you like implying that Erica Puzo was oppressed? Is that where you're going with this, Alex, or am I tripping? No, I can't read into that and whether it was her choice or not. I'm just saying once one finds themselves <laughs> married and not working, we have right. choices. Do I throw this water in your face or do I go get me a new husband or like what? What's the plan here? Got it. Well, you don't got them choices if you're working? Got them same of course choice. you do, of course. Yeah. But they're but you're not working. You have an income. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like you don't have any fucking money if if you don't have a job. Oh. And especially if your I husband in gambling debt, he has nothing to give you to save. Right. God. They had kids. I don't know. Women had them kids. They had at least five. It's at various points. Yeah. And okay. she, all she had for them was, I gave him to you alive, so you can bring him back without a diabetic coma. Yeah. Right. Mission Ain't no cannoli. <laughs> Ain't no cakes. Mission accomplished. And she meant that thing. That's interesting. So basically, the fuck you money pays for the attitude. Is that what? Is that what I just? No, fuck you money pays for. I don't want to have an attitude. I'm gonna go. Fuck you money is for leaving. Yeah. It's the big fuck you, not the little fuck you. Oh. Because you got to build up the fuck you money, so you got to keep your attitude intact. Ah, until the fuck you money. Until you. Until it's the big fuck you. Until it's the big fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Got it. I'm learning a lot about the fuck you money. This is, this is new territory for me. <laughs> it's um, funny, and I can't tell you why. Yeah, uh, me too. Um, all right. So the premiere. I mean, it wasn't much there, right? They just they you know they got a standing ovation. It sounds like from the end of the film, mm-hmm. which that loud ass suit Coppola had on. Yeah, oh man, he was out here looking like CeeLo in the jump, won't he? But again, more orange. <laughs> yeah, so much orange. Yeah, so more much. Orange. Oh, good point. I didn't even think more about orange. that. I thought it was just a callback to what he actually wore. It was fresh, though. Nice little suede orange. Ronald I was Donaldson. trying to remember. It was like the cheaper version of what they were wearing in The Godfather 3 when they all got set party. You know, they were all wearing like that burnt, orangey, mm-hmm. gold tone. Like that fucking Sienna colored. Yes. Yes. What party in Godfather 3? The very beginning when they're oh. all in the. Oh, right, uh, right, right, right. Yeah. 
Okay. So they take a family picture and they're all like similar color styles. Like, is he just, is this Fucking like the trial run Sienna. of their <laughs> Wow. And that crushed velvet something. suit. Nah, How was his crushed velvet suit wrinkled? It was, why was it wrinkled? Why was it wrinkled? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd have rocked that. Just you knew where you were going. going. You knew. Like, yeah, but now he, but apparently he was, so he was shooting the conversation. They, they told us that. Mm-hmm. So maybe he was, you know, mid-production. It's, got offset. It like, is oh, a premiere. Shit. It's a premiere. You knew for a million dollars, you don't have anybody with a steamer. Like you nobody had time. That's true. Like you, nah, you use a head. I'm not. I'm not, he, I'm not here to cape for Francis. You right. Yeah. He had. He had a wife too. He did. She could have pressed the joint. Where was she? Why wouldn't she? Why she gonna press it? They could have hired somebody to press it. No, that's a fact. But I'm just saying, like, why would pay money when your wife could have done it? Hello. Hmm? I mean, I'm not. That is that wrong? It's just the way that, that you delivered that. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> it was simply yes. the delivery. Oh yes my god! Let me I'm let sorry. me reel it back. Then. Let me. Yeah. You know, I mean, his wife. You know, I, I would sometimes, imagine. Sometimes, so I'm gonna that. help you out. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> there's an expectation to help you out. Uh, sometimes when women, especially, are not working, uh, home is a job because being a homemaker is absolutely a job with or without children. Okay. So it was. So I, no, no, don't say okay. I need you to almost parrot it. Okay. So what you were of the impression is that because she handles most home things, that this could have fallen under that in preparation to get ready for this evening. That, you know what? Very eloquently put. There you go. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's what, I don't know if she had a profession or not, but if she did not, I like the way you stated it. It'd be the delivery sometimes. Cause you're right. She could have, but yeah, to true. say, why we got to pay somebody if she there? That's great. I thought she was in wardrobe. That's going to be fucked up if she was. Let me just, let me triple check that. I am going well, to remove my entire coat if she was in wardrobe. Just give me a second. No, no, I don't think she was. If this bitch work in wardrobe, it's a, it a whole different story. She was a writer. She was a writer. She was a writer. She was busy. Yeah. She was busy. She was doing other shit. Hold on, Six. Now, the thing is, is that, okay, if something breaks in the house, Right, mm-hmm. and your husband can fix it. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you be? Wouldn't you say, "Nigga, you can fix that. We ain't calling nobody to pay that." Does he have time to fix it? Right. Uh, does that even matter? A lot. Am I working? If he's capable. Am I working? I, see, you bringing up a bunch of variables. I'm just talking no, 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 about that matters. Like, that matters. All right, man. Ceteris paribus, bro. My nigga, like, I don't know the situation. I don't know. I like, am now. I am completely content with men not doing things like that and outsourcing it mm-hmm. if they do not have the time to. So if it just like or don't want to, like if you don't feel like fucking getting up and you can pay somebody, you pay somebody. I don't give a fuck. Like, as long as my money ain't touched, oh, okay. especially if I'm not working longer and taking it out of my allowance. Allowance is the bad word, but you know what I mean. As long as, yeah, yeah. Because nah, I mean, you just oppressed yourself by saying allowance. Allowance is not oppressive. I want one, even oh. though I work. <laughs> Please oh, okay. give me money. Period. A set amount on a set schedule. Please. I'm learning so much about women in the 21st century that I had no idea about. I just realized that I had no, I have no, I don't know anything about women. Most of it's a good place to start. That's a, <laughs> <laughs> just admitting it, right? Yeah, yeah you did good. <laughs> you, yeah, okay, I hear what you're saying. Um, but I, but we can't sit here and act like honey do lists don't exist. They absolutely do. Okay, yeah, that's all I'm saying. But women have honey do lists as well. Oh, no. Every time y'all come home, baby, you know what I saw today? That Herbert was eating in lunch. <laughs> Baby, my button came off. Babe, what's that stuff you're using on your face? You got any more? I use all the last one. How does it? How does y'all that get in the, the shower and come out smelling like my fucking exfoliator? That's exfoliator. a fact. No, that's a big fucking. <laughs> but fact. you told me not to buy you nothing. <laughs> yeah, my shit be not filled to the brim. Like use all the facial wash. And look, I'm like, hey, you want me to buy you your own? No, nah, I'm not no, gonna I'm use good. that girly I'm ass. Using your shit. <laughs> no, I just be like, no. Nah, Every I'm time, good. like using your shit. I'm good. It be shit like that. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. Man. I don't like a honey do list because 
fly it back to an ax, tell you what needs to be done around the house. You live here. Oh my God. So, like, but when I think of honeydew list, I think of like, like my mom does it for my stepfather. Mm-hmm. Basically, and it's a matter of, I want this improved. Okay. Yeah, but like, why? I guess I'm I'm for like a a shared honeydew list, but I don't expect to be tasked with identifying everything that needs to be improved or done around. Oh here. yeah, like, yeah. It, it's a matter of hey, okay. we talked about fixing the door on the garage today. You are going to fix it. <laughs> you have the know. time. I know that because I manage your schedule. So, but if it if if, it, if it's been lingering, I'll probably already call somebody and it's fixed. Like. That's I why that so you got that fuck you money. No, that's why he asked for the list. Because <laughs> one time my stepfather came home, my mother had someone upstairs replacing the washing machine. Mm-hmm. And he said, why are you replacing it? It could have been fixed. She goes, I asked you to fix it a month ago. Mm. So we are wasting money going to the laundromat. I figured I'd save us some. Mm-hmm. He was very upset. So now he said, just, well, just let me know when you want it done. She said, okay. The day, the minute I say it, that's what I want <laughs> That's her. If, my it's, if it's not that, then... What are we talking about? My mother's like that with you. She's like, if I mention it, it means I want it done. Already. I'm going to wait a minute because I know that you have a life. But the agreement they have come to is every other Saturday, he gets a honeydew list. That's very lovely of her. She's so sweet. Man, that's I tell funny. you. She's a very nice lady. All my men listening, man, all I can say is, man, just... No, and if my like, husband's listening, I'm like, this is not how I really feel. No, yes, it is. How he would, he know. I'm about to say, you lagging. This is wild, bro. Like, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I just heard mad stipulations. It doesn't have to be immediate, right? But if you hear me... I just me... heard mad stipulations. That's all I heard was Everything has stipulations. What's the stipulation? Yeah, I mean, mean, like, when when something need to be fixed, I need you to do it now, my nigga. No, I shouldn't No, be, I, I was saying, be, like... Nope. The thing is broken for both of us. Let's say it is the washing machine. Mm-hmm. We both had dirty clothes at some point. So first of all, I shouldn't be the only one washing clothes things like this, mm-hmm. washing clothes. But if I am, I might mention it once. Washing machine is broken. Okay, do you want me to do, like, we're going to have a conversation when I mention it. And I right. will glean from that conversation whether you are going to fix it because you desire to have this project or whether I'm about to call somebody on Monday. Okay. That, it's not I, an immediate fix. Rational. It's now you are aware. Why would you let it sit? Well, no. Yeah. I, okay. All right. Well, okay. I want to speak to the awareness. Can we just, can I just stay there for mm-hmm. a second? Okay. As the man, as, as the only man in this room representing the male community, mm-hmm. there are sometimes things happen within the household that you do not realize they are an issue. Even though you walk past them every day, you, 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 you probably graze your arm or your leg against it every day. You don't realize that it's an issue, mm-hmm. right? Until somebody who is of of keener observations, i.e. a wife, right? Your partner, Mm -hmm. because it may not be a wife, right? Mm -hmm. Your partner who's more detail-oriented, they see it and they bring it to your attention. You're like, oh shit, I didn't even notice that. The same way you may not notice like the air pressure in your tie. You may not notice that. They make lights for that now. Yeah, but I'm just saying like (laughs) there's there's things that may be happening on your vehicle Because if you're you're not a mechanic, first of all, this is that. different. The car lights, those are all advisory. Like this is not a fair comparison. Like I don't think we we're not really yeah. Okay, <laughs> how about like low tread on your tire? There's no indicator sure. for that. Yes, there is. There is. Yes, I drive old shit. When you start sliding across the road, that's your indicator. Like, when the car yeah, <laughs> but see that could have been prevented. You see, what no, I'm if saying? you say things like the baseboard is mo- like I've recently been told that my foundation is shifting in my home. I didn't know. He just like oh, no, that see above the door, it's not a water line. It's at the third. Mm-hmm. You need to replace the door jam. Then cool, you right? See that. But do you know what I did when I was told that the door jam probably should be replaced? You replaced. I called someone and said, hey, 
can I schedule the door jam to be replaced? Right. Because it was brought oh. to my attention. It can't get fixed right now. I'm going to make sure it's addressed. So like the washing machine. Okay. If I, if you didn't notice it, right? Let's say that, and my mom does handle all the washing because my stepfather washed a cashmere sweater one time. And that was the last time he got, he got to go in the laundry room. So she was very like, okay, I'll do it. And she said, hey, washing machine's broken. This is happening. So I'm going to be spending this on having to wash clothes until it's fixed. They had, Like she said, they had a conversation, what it should do. He went to see what the problem was. He identified the issue and then didn't resolve the issue. A week goes by. Oh, he was busy at work. Okay, cool. He has to get the stuff. Another week goes by. All right. Third week goes by. It has to get fixed. Well, you all know like men only have like four gigs of RAM in their brain. Which is no, why is you bullshit. get honeydew lists. No, no, no. <laughs> y'all know when every fucking combine is. Y'all Period. know every single game. Like y'all got plenty of bandwidth for this But that's matter. what I'm saying. Every that's, basketball but, player before you were born, you know, all that, their stats. That four, all gigab- their stats. that four gigabytes of RAM in your brain. is full of shit. Is full. Yeah, right. It's full, full of, of shit like that. that is, <laughs> right. It's that is very much a personal problem. I just feel like take this cup for me i'm not gonna be the one and my like and i also think like every relationship works like the honeydew list works for your parents and i mm-hmm. think that's every relationship is gonna figure it out like are you the fixer person are you the identifier person are you gonna jump to it as soon as that person says it needs to be done are we all outsourcing everything like should i be telling you this is urgent for today this is for like two weeks from now but like, i'm not project everybody... managing my house if i gotta tell you it's urgent like but my mom that was the the agreement they came with because yeah. he's, he's a that meat, works for them he's a meathead old man very i don't want to i don't know i forgot so she right. said okay so every other saturday i'm going to give you a list did you just call him a meathead old man yeah yes. well, okay that sounded personal but I no 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 like he's he's Especially. big and stocky and, yeah what's a meathead oh a meathead, a big a li- dude. yeah oh fellow and fat he's boy very much like, no no not out. fat like, no, like stocky. oh like stocky yeah dude. oh like okay got it like um, a pit bull yeah, he's like the old black guy who lifts the the old rusted weights in the backyard. Oh, oh, so he's, he did time. No, you would think though. Oh, okay. You would think he has like traps touching his ears and shit. Um, well, shot, well, listen, he sounds like he got sweet. old man strength. I don't want to disrespect his. Listen, but he's very much like the. Oh, I I'm gonna be judged. The boyfriend and baby boy. I know his name. Oh yeah, uh, uh Melvin. Very much like that. You yeah. will catch him on Saturday morning making breakfast, listening to fucking the Isley Brothers. Well, Melvin dancing. did time. Well, he wasn't like that, but either oh. way. So, so, so he'd be doing the... He the, was very much, you know, he uh, used the excuse of, I'm a man, these are your, you know, I, don't, I can't remember these things. Right. She goes, you know what? We're going to mitigate this risk. Got it. So if he's like Melvin, they'd be doing the African squat jump? I don't know, bro, yeah. and I'll beat your ass for asking <laughs> yeah. me that again. Just a second. <laughs> we the, this, this, this whole podcast has went from the offer to home improvement that fast, bro. Uh, no, but we, we were talking about how Erica has improved Mario's life, and we wouldn't have this movie yeah. or this show without Erica. I agree. I totally agree with that. I'm gonna tell you who I identify with in this series now that after hearing all y'all stipulations, I really fuck with what Ruddy did with Francoise, right? Got rid of that. <laughs> He's bitch? just like, listen, <laughs> listen, motherfucker. I ain't trying to produce this movie with you. Peace. Okay. No, but I don't think anyone would disagree. Well, hold with on. That. How do you fuck with that bitch? You don't fuck with Ali being like, okay, this isn't working for me. I'm oh, out. no, no, no. I had a problem with Francoise for sure. I think we discussed that, right? Like the- But what you're saying is you don't have a problem. We did, but you're saying you don't have a problem with Ruddy did. Ruddy did the same thing, just didn't cheat. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. If 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 Ali did that, if Ali, he did it the proper way. There are things but worse than cheat. cheating. Did he sleep with somebody? Oh, she was gone already. Yeah, yeah she, that was they, after. They were done skis oh, okay. after that, yeah. But there yeah, are things worse it. than cheating. He had the right order of operation. It was mm-hmm. PEMDAS. Okay. He went PEMDAS with that. It dude. was your PEMDAS, absolutely. Yeah. 
But I mean, no, but I don't know anyone's going to argue with you about that being a problem. Okay. I, I would gouge my eyes out with a lobster fork if I had to work with the person I lived with. Yeah, that's a little too much. But I have boundaries. That was a lot. Like, I don't want to see you 24 hours a day. You said that's a lot, Alex? It, I feel like she knew it was a lot and she was pushing him. Like, there was mm-hmm. something just not right about it. Like, you know that's his thing. Yeah. Why are you here? I, I mean, I think she, she, I think she was trying to be helpful. I think she thought she was being helpful, and and you know, she's very, she was very successful on her own. So I guess she figured that I managed this establishment and this thing, and I have these connections, and I can see that being useful. I didn't see her, her trying to assert herself as a problem. Um, I didn't honestly the way Francoise handled it altogether with them going to therapy. You know, after he said what he said, and then she was just like, "All right, I get it." I'll fall but back. then she left. You yeah. see what I'm saying? So it feels like she's one of those people who wraps their identity up in their partner. Because mm-hmm. him saying, hey, I don't want to work with you. Mm-hmm. This is my happy place. This is my thing. Mm-hmm. And I need it to be separate from you. Because like I'm not going to work with you, coming home to you, taking you on a date. So either we don't live together, we don't work together, we stop dating. Yeah. Like so. And her response to hearing this part of my life, I want to stay mine. Mm-hmm was to leave. No, I don't th- her problem was is that he was doing a bunch of lying or not lying but back to the holding of the word. Like he said he would do something and then Joe Colombo comes pick him up and then you know, I think she was getting frustrated that he he wasn't telling she, her things. Yeah, but that goes back but he to he wasn't what? cheating. Listen, I'm, anything wrong. listen, you know better. Y'all, y'all better know I'm on the man's side with this one. No, so but, I that, feel y'all. but that goes back oh, to like, this part of my life doesn't have to concern you. Yeah. I no. Listen, that's how I. You talking about 007 Treasy, my nigga? No, no. What I, I'm saying is, no one's just. You're arguing a point that no one's gonna argue back. Is, is what I'm trying to point out. Hold on, wait a minute. What? Am, which? Which point am I arguing? I lost track. You're trying to make it seem like Francoise had left reasonably, and no, she didn't. Her response okay. was ill. It was. You, he said, I want, I don't want to produce movies with you. Right. Because he loved being a producer. He quit a very stable job to go take this risk. Yeah. And then she starts popping up. And part of it was out of jealousy because someone else got to be closer to him. And I don't even think it was like a relationship jealousy. It was. She didn't know, know at first. She wasn't sure, I think. She was yeah. like, are you? Yeah, with Betty. Yeah. But even outside of that, it was people have parts of you that I don't have Mm -hmm. and love Mm -hmm. can't be zero sum you're not going to have all of your partner you're going to have the important parts that are for you Mm -hmm. but there are there will be other parts that are for their job for their friends for whomever and she couldn't deal with that so when he said I don't want to include you in this part of my life her response was to leave that's selfish if everything else is good like she just tried to weasel her way in I felt like that he wouldn't share yeah he wouldn't share information she's like okay I'm gonna start reading scripts then I'm gonna just I'm, I'm gonna pop here up in this office. Like, no. no Yo, no. I'm I'm not gonna hold y'all. I'm so confused. So y'all, y'all are okay with what Ali did. And but what Francoise did is questionable. We didn't say we because were okay with it. I'm okay with it. Okay. I think what Francoise did was she tried to cross a boundary that he made very clear was his boundary. No, he this didn't make it working. clear at first. I think he did. I no. mean, he wasn't telling her about things that weren't her business. Like this is like the, the ins and outs of what he's doing with the mob boss don't really relate. I mean, I can see why she would want to know, but he would have told her on his own time or not. But he what? certainly wasn't withholding anything that, that should have been a deal breaker for the relationship. But she didn't. So the, <clears throat> the thing is, is that she didn't know what he was withholding. He never said like, I'm dealing with shit with the mafia. It was just, it was just like, there was a whole perspective, a whole side of his life that she just wasn't privy to. 
and she didn't understand why she wasn't privy to it. So I so she it's crazy y'all got me caping for Francoise. This is why. She should have asked. Yeah. It's not like, let me pull up at your job then since you won't tell me. It's either I trust you okay. and you'll tell me when I need to know or I don't trust you and I'm out. It's not, let me just pop up at your job since you being. She was being sneaky, it. right? And I think yeah. it, it, it's a balance and comparison. Um, Bob and Allie's relationship was not Al and Francoise's relationship, right? Mm-hmm. They had a much stronger foundation from what we see. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a much better track record with each other from what we see. So like she said, if I'm not telling you this one, you think you want to know what I'm doing all day. Mm-hmm. And I'm probably keeping you safe by not telling you what I'm doing all day. If I'm working with the mob, no, I'm not telling my girlfriend who also owns something that the mob could come in and try to take over. Right. That this is what I'm doing. And like Alex said, if you trust me, then you trust me. So for you to do things that make me feel like you do not trust me is going to cause an insecurity and a problem in our relationship. You having a conversation with my secretary behind my back, you reading scripts that I did not ask you to read. How do you know that's not property that you cannot see? Mm-hmm. There are right. legal stipulations behind that. And then I pop up and you were at my job taking meetings in my office. How do you know I don't jerk off in here? Out of line. <laughs> it's just out of line. <laughs> Hey, I listen. Know. I agree. Francoise was definitely over the <laughs> over the over the line with it. It's just, I'm gonna tell you again. It's just back to what I said a few minutes ago, which is know I, I know I know absolutely nothing. What I thought I knew about women out this is this is paper being crumbled up. It's out the window. Believe <laughs> it or not, we, we are pretty logical. <laughs> yeah. Al is a person who would get so much more grace mm-hmm. because it goes back to the quote unquote. Um, not submission, but leadership and and the willingness to follow you at times. Right. If I know that you know where you're going, mm-hmm. if I if you have a track record of making good decisions, if you have a track record of doing things that make me feel safe and secure, if I have no reason to question it, I'm not going to question it. Define a track record. Just for my just for my personal. A habit of doing things. Sorry about that, Alex. Yep. Uh, a habit of doing things. If it is your habit, right? If it is eight times out of ten. Mm-hmm. You show up when you say, and those other two times, I either have enough lead to know that you're not doing it or enough empathy, like Alex spoke to earlier about the way you decided to tell me that we weren't doing it. Mm-hmm. That's a good track record. If I know that, you know, doesn't happen often. Asking for a friend. This is, I'm asking for a friend. Absolutely. Okay. Here we go. The, and the, his name is Germain. <laughs> Germain. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> does track record. Would was is that more of an absolute value or more like a batting average? It's a batting average. Oh, okay. What what say you, Alex? That's track records a batting average or is it an absolute value? I uh, ooh lawyer brain. It's what I feel today. To be honest. Oh my god, yo, so, I'm done. But, but here's what. But here's what. Everybody starts at perfect with me like I assume the absolute best right and I work as hard as I can to keep you there right so I'm I'm giving a lot of grace like okay so this didn't happen like it doesn't mean you drop down it means like okay this didn't happen I understand why like I work to make sure I understand mm-hmm. so by the time you've dropped off like we are we are at the end like I'm, I'm alley with the papers like it's you dropped off because my my instinct is to work to preserve you at that in my life yeah yeah mm. And that's what I mean by the type of empathy. Do I know why? Did you explain why? So if you have a habit of doing that in every other area and I feel secure, I don't think that you're cheating, never give me reason to think that you are, 
you are honest and forthright and he has been up until this point well he's always honest but he was more forthright up until this point Mm -hmm. but you are starting this thing one that's brand new for you Mm -hmm. that you are probably insecure about doing because you're learning as you go on something really big okay and you're probably doing something that feels unsafe or illegal you probably don't want me to know and when you do want me to know and when it's appropriate for me to know you'll tell me and even if we haven't been in that situation before if you never give me a reason to believe otherwise, I'm not going to jump off the deep end into that anymore. I've grown. I've grown. If anything, I'm like, you look fucking stressed. Like, this shit must be real juicy if you're not telling me about it. Like, I hope I hear about it one day. Like, right. Or is it, we're just not a good fit right now because you have your mind, rightfully so, mm-hmm. on this new thing. Maybe our relationship's not compatible with your life. And like, in the least bitter way possible. Like, Maybe that's the decision we need to make together. That's a real thing too. But yeah. dipping out to Paris because you got told I like don't want to work with you. Yeah. That's a tantrum to y'all. It was definitely a tantrum. Yeah. He was she was expecting for him to like we said come chase after her. Like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that regard. Okay. I follow you there. I follow you there. It, it, it basically is a tantrum because the only merit was I'm not getting my way. Right. Okay, yeah. I, I follow you there. I follow you there. Very, hey, man, listen, I'm I'm a clean slate. I, and Al, I learned better everything. than most, he went to therapy behind a bunch of tantrums. He definitely went to therapy. <laughs> Al's a hero mm-hmm. as far as I'm he concerned. He really did. He didn't have time for that at all. Yeah. yeah. Stuff okay. like that goes towards your track record. So, I know that you're always busy, but you made time to make sure we could work through this if we could because you wanted me to stay in a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship. We are not married. Like, Are women beholden to the same track record as men? We should be. Mm-hmm. Sorry, why not? I mean, y'all was, was kind of quiet about that. No, y'all was loud about the, no, that. The yeah, my, gut, my gut reaction was like, I don't talk up, so I don't know what you're talking about. But like, no, <laughs> honestly, but honestly, yes, we should be for sure. Y'all should be okay. That goes it. back to men. I'm just need all about to get equality. that barb off the floor. Yeah, exactly. I didn't ask you for equality, I want equity. I make that very clear every time you say that word. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not one of them women. <laughs> I'm not equal to you. <laughs> all right. I want equity, I don't want equality. I hear you, man. I'm not taking out no trash. I ain't opened up no damn doors. Ever. And if I can have it my way, I don't want to be the only person paying these bills. So I do not want to be equal to you. I, and when I come, I make decisions all day at work. When I come home, tell me what to do. Baby. I, I chose you because I trust you to tell me what to do. I mean, y'all are just speaking on the side of life that I just didn't know existed. That's all. I'm 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 a fresh slate learning everything. See Twitter, oh, don't learn. Days. That's the thing, cause you gonna memorize this, and there's different rules for every person. That's yeah, the thing. I'm I'm done, bro. Like here here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm done. Sure, <laughs> I'm done. Well, anyone I'm who's dedica- not done, I'm who's dedicated listening. to my career. Here it is. <laughs> All right, Bob Evans. Anyone who's not listening, who's listening, who's not done, yeah. stop listening to relationship advice. Period. That's it. That's the best advice. Get to know the person you're dating and what your relationship looks like. Even if it looks weird to other people, if it works in your house, it's your house. You're the only two motherfuckers in it. Or three. I don't know how y'all get it. However many. Right. Right. We we don't judge here for that. But your relationship is only going to work for those people. Stop listening to everybody else. No one. Kanye sometimes has it right. You have the best ideas. Mm -hmm. Don't listen to anybody else. Like, Mm -hmm. I like it. I'm here for it, man. You could teach our men audience a little something. That's what's communication. Up. Is imp- this women too. Communication is right, important. Exactly. You have to be willing to have difficult conversations with each other if you're going to be together. Yeah, like. I agree. I agree. Communication is very important. 
Um, Back to I'm, the offer. <laughs> well, you know, Godfather's a movie about family. Yes. And we just went on a, uh, yeah, yeah. a, a an very, ice cold movie about people you love. There you go. And we, and, and we just went on a very family esque tangent. Sure. Um, all right. So Paramount and, at this point, they're kind of portraying this as like this is the movie studio. Mm-hmm. They've they've come out the they've come out the gate with they have uh, Love Story, which I've never have you ever seen Love Story, Alex? This movie that they yeah, keep talking about. Yeah, a long about? time ago. A long time ago. That zone's probably yeah. born as fuck, won't it? No, I don't think so. It's one of those like classics that you just need to watch once and then you can forget it. Okay. So they came out swinging with Love Story. Apparently grossed $100 million. Then they out the box with uh, Godfather. They It seems like they changed the way that they distributed movies in theaters. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. I, I didn't really... Maybe y'all could break that down to me. I didn't really understand like Lapidus' plan all the way. What it toward the end, the block booking versus what he ended up doing? Yeah. So I think you would normally like strategically, normally at that time, like strategically decide where you want to release it because you want to spend all this money advertising for all of these movie theaters. You want to figure out like where your like people who would like your movie would show up and Mm. advertise there and get time there. I'm pretty sure you buy the time and you get reimbursed based on like who shows up for the movie. So to like buy time for all of the theaters and to say like, fuck it, we're going to dominate, like monopolize the theaters so that nothing else can show. That's kind of wild. And back then it wasn't digital. Remember they said it was like $6 million worth of film. They were flying to New York. I was going to say that's, that's really the, probably the biggest cost is those prints. Yeah. You've got to not just cost, but time wise, you've got to produce those prints. And you're talking about a three hour movie. That's like, that's like three reels that you got to, uh, if I'm trying to recalculate, I used to work at a movie theater, Alex. That was my first oh, like, yeah? job. Yeah. AMC 24 in Hampton. Shout out. Um, wow. I never worked projection, but I do remember, you know, they used to have, they used to get the, the reels delivered. And most movies were like two sets of reels. And then you had to kind of like splice it together, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And that was back when everything was, wasn't digital. So I would imagine Godfather was like at least three or four of them motherfuckers. And right, that, and that means you got to yeah. you got to ship those out. That would what they say like six thousand or how many movie theaters did they say? 6, A whole heap. Right. I don't remember if they said how many, but yeah. all of them in New York, right? Definitely all of them in That's New York. Lot. Yeah, and it was worth it. Yeah, so you know they made history. So with that, then you know we know that like it followed up with Chinatown. Have you ever seen Chinatown, Alex? I love Chinatown. Chinatown's love my it. shit. I keep telling Six you need to watch it, man. I think, and I read think it. it reads just as well as it as it does. It's a book. I'll read the book. Oh, I know the screenplay. I read screenplay a lot. Yeah, okay. it's a screenplay. I don't think it's a book, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I've never read the screenplay, but I can imagine it reads good. Uh, but it's a very good movie. I think it. I feel like it kind of like was the beginning of conspiracy films, like you know, movies that are like very deeply ingrained in like politics and mm-hmm. nefarious mm-hmm. behavior and that stuff and that sort of. I, I can't. I don't know one that came before that. Uh, but you you might be able to school me on something. One that had to do with politics, not really. You might be right. Yeah. I'm thinking of like, like the Maltese Falcon pops out in my head, like that era of movies. Yeah, yeah, that was. I mean, that was definitely, you know, noir, and I mean the whole, yeah. you know, private investigator angle. That wasn't like, yeah, yeah really yeah. new. But the political thing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah the, what was happening with the water supply and all of that. I kept trying to explain to her why, like, uh, why they called it Chinatown, right? Like, cause there was like a, there was like a, uh, 
I, I, I giggled a little bit like <laughs> in the scene where Evans was pitching Chinatown to Bloodhorn. And he was mm-hmm. like, why the fuck did they call it Chinatown? And I was like, You well, got to stop mocking that man's accent. It's a real. It sounded good, didn't it, Alan? Thank okay. you. Got it. Check. Duly <laughs> and then, noted. Um, so, yeah, they, they made that same point in the movie. I like titles like that that are like completely obscure references to something that one character said in right. passing. I love that. Right, right. I agree. So, so for nothing else, for nothing else. Uh, oh, but no, what that scene made me realize is that for Evans, trying to explain to Bloodhorn what Chinatown is, it's kind of like you trying to explain to somebody what Pulp Fiction is. <laughs> you know, it's like you don't realize that you can't explain it until somebody asks you to explain it. You're like, fuck, I can't explain it. No, he explained it fine. It, it has to do with incest to water, right? So that's as good as an explanation you're, that you're going to get. Yeah, that's but okay. If somebody hears that, they're like, what? Yeah, I'm not watching that. And yeah, so now you don't, you don't want to watch it? How, because how do those two concepts fit together? How did yeah. you pull it off? Right. I mean, I'm thoroughly intrigued when you when you throw that in there. Of course you are. Um, wow. And I can say Look you're not going to you. see the incest. That's important. To right. Know. That's very. There's important nothing traumatic in the in the movie itself. It's just reference. To Look it. at you giving away the whole plot point. That, no, I want people to know that you're not going to watch Chinatown and see incest. Like that's important. No, I'm just talking about the word incest itself. Look at but you giving also, away the major plot. Point. You can't spoil a 60 year old movie. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. You can't. Somebody's never seen it. Yeah, but the movie. Right, you've had access for like, fifty plus yeah, years. I haven't so even been alive that long. I have had access so to the sorry. movie as long as I've been alive, which you can't. Spoil no, that's kind of true on the low. No, it's on the high. Yeah, on the very high. high. <laughs> even if you were waiting for, even if you were watching with that in your head, you still wouldn't know where to look for it. You no, that's true. Know. It'll still yeah, come. That out first of left character field. would still throw you off. Yeah. Spoilers don't matter to good movies. Yeah, there's, nah, there's something don't. I could do to spoil it. Nah, they do. If you if you tell somebody how usual suspects and that spoils the whole fucking movie. No, it shouldn't. Get the fuck. Uh, fair. Uh that spoils the whole Yeah, you movie. can't tell you can't you can't tell how the story uh was created. It was created, right. But but nah, but still, even even just knowing Maybe that because this I'm a person is, who I'm I'm one of those weird people who wants you to tell me the movie. And I'm still gonna enjoy it the very same. Okay. Well, oh, no. Okay. Well, if the argument is you can still enjoy a movie, that's, that's what I mean. Like oh, okay, you can still well, yeah. a good movie. You can still enjoy even if you know where the twists and turns are. Right. Well, because that's you're a... still enjoying no, how they come. I don't think so. Not the first time. You like For being me. anxious though. Hi, I have anxiety. I need to know what's fucking going on. I do too. On. I have to feel it. I have See, to no, feel no, it. I, no, 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 no. I don't want to feel it. I'll turn the bitch off. I'll turn it off. Like I don't. I will turn a sitcom off if people start getting too embarrassing. All the good movies feel like that. And yeah. I've been I've been reading a lot of Fincher lately and he has his quality off paralyzing and sweet like 20 times. So I'm obsessed now. It's like it's something like movies are supposed to be like jaw. They're supposed to be traumatic a little bit. Yeah. I I mean, well, judging by his filmography, for it, sure. You, I mean, just off cannot, seven alone. You have to feel it. Seven, <laughs> yeah. the game. Yeah. You have to feel it. You know, you the game is one of my comfort movies. Oh wow. For somebody uh, with anxiety, that's because is- I know what's happening. Out. Okay. Yeah, now that movie. Did someone spoil it first? Yes. Did you know it? Okay, that's So the why. first time I saw it, I was like maybe 17, 18. I was 18. fucking destroyed. I was yeah. like, what the fuck is going on with you? Yeah. Like, why I, would you participate in this? Yeah. I was like, hold on. Yeah. I always just think about the person who wrote it. How did you come up with this? And I say it all the time, but what's wrong with you? I'm telling you. I hope <laughs> yeah. I, well, I mean, I hope somebody does say that about me. Because like this shit that I, I just think about the worst shit. The so, you, like, so you write scripts or do you just like reading scripts? Yeah, both. 
Okay. Not y'all yeah. making friends. Huh? Yeah. Come on, man. Because I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm specifically looking for screenplays. The people who do screenplays, screenwriters. Yeah. So, so I would love to just kind of like, I just, you know, the names that you're dropping. It gives me an idea of like the genre that you fuck with. You know, if you fuck with Chinatown, you fuck with Fincher. It sounds like we don't, you know, Godfather. We might be on the same wave. You didn't like the conversation. Uh, I didn't. I didn't finish it. I think okay. I watched it at a weird point, but I'm gonna go back home and watch it. I do like what I write is like thrillers. Oh yeah. Nah. Yeah. No, nah, you're my best friend. You're my best friend. <laughs> you, 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 you have been inducted. I'm not saying I'm your best friend, but you are <laughs> my best friend. <laughs> we'll work our way up to it. Uh, Got to clarify. Um, but yeah, no, I think if you go back and watch the conversation, just based on the the, the track record yeah, movies that you're dropping, I think you'll I, I think will. you'll rock with. It, sure. Um, did anything else sort of like juicy happen in this episode that's worth talking about? Was there any Easter eggs? There weren't a bunch of Easter eggs. I think, again, it was like the wrapping up of stories. Right. I think a lot of it was, I will give them that, right? Because to y'all's point, it was, I don't want to say boring, mm-hmm. but it wasn't exciting. It wasn't. So it was basically just the restoration of everyone's relationships or the resolution. Resolution, yeah. They gave Pete his flowers, made me so happy. Oh, yes. That Peter got his flowers at the Oscar um, party. Yeah, because that's a fact. This he really came with it. Yeah. This might not have happened without him. So just stuff like that. I don't think that I think we can go off into the tangents. It wasn't too much to talk about. Like if you saw the episode, yeah. that's what happened. The longest yard. There's plenty to like Google, like look into like oh, what were they talking about? I wonder what like I because I'm a nerd, I was like, okay, I wonder what these movies actually made since y'all yeah. talking about a trilogy. Right. And that Serpico reference was cute. Mm-hmm. Like I think so- I might want to go back and watch that. Yeah, Serpico. Yeah, because he hated him. Like he didn't like him at first. I'm wondering, he like, hated how did you, him? Yeah. How did you get there? Well, um, well, well I he mean, did phenomenally. Yeah, I mean, he fucking killed him. I mean, he was once you're nominated for an Academy Award, which I believe he was. Him, I think him, Jimmy Conn, and Tom Cuba. Hagen, right? Were yeah were for supporting actors. I I, mm-hmm. I feel like they were. Uh, and Tom Hagen, meaning Robert Duvall. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I feel like the three of them were nominated for. They were. Uh, um, Best supporting, supporting actor. That's what Betty brought up. Yeah. Before the last time she curved Charlie. And then Brando, obviously, this you know they showed the infamous uh, speech where the native woman he had the the native woman accept the speech on her behalf and on his behalf. They didn't show John Wayne trying to fight her. Why? Why would really? that? It was out of the budget. Man, when Tracy told me, <laughs> so I knew that, I knew that the speech happened, mm-hmm. and I knew that they booed her, but I did not know. That white man tried to fight that woman. Yeah, he really like he took his little cowboy movies too far. Like, way too I don't serious. Think this is. Like, yeah, way too serious. That's why she giving a speech. You fucking dunce. Yeah, you idiot. So it's John. We're talking about John Wayne. We're not talking about high IQ. Also, keep in mind, John Wayne to me is my dad was obsessed with cowboy movies, yeah. so I didn't know that he was a douchebag. I mean, I could have assumed it right. He's a white man, but I didn't know <laughs> right. that he tried to fight a woman for talking. Yeah. <laughs> like, I certainly didn't know that. And huh. so, I, I no, I wouldn't have assumed that he was like a stellar person, but I wouldn't have yeah. assumed that he was gonna fight a woman. Yeah, yeah. That, in that public, little, right? That's a little. He was Trump before Trump. Period. Man, Donald <sighs> Trump. Um. So yeah, I I thought that was interesting. I, oh, I, I would like to give myself some flowers. Can I do that, six? Can I give myself some flowers? You normally do, yeah. <laughs> jabs upon jabs. It's not a jab. It's it's good to celebrate yourself. Someone told you on Instagram today you should do more of it. Go ahead. I appreciate that. Yeah, they yeah. did tell me that. Um, 
So I think I was right when I when I asked last episode who okay, so I'll ask Alex. Last episode when when Betty kind of revealed that she wanted to be an agent, right? And she was talking to somebody in the office and then the man walked out. We never saw who the man was that walked out. But did you have any assumption on who that was? Would it have been uh the guy that she just got for this movie? Burt Reynolds? No. Yeah. You were right. It was I, I, Tom Selleck. I assumed that it was Tom, Tom Selleck, Selleck. And, and, okay. and judging by how they showed her thing at the end, Tom Selleck was one of her clients. So yeah. I, so I did Aww. get that right. Yeah. Look at you, young Treasy. I'm glad. That, listen, if they had Jeopardy for the offer or for Godfather, <laughs> somebody might want to pair it with a real nigga. It's quite the dance you're doing over there. Yes, yeah, the young. Sh- you see, you can't see me, Alex, but I'm doing yeah, the young one two shimmy. Lots yeah. of this. this is not, bad. not her peeking her head like she can see <laughs> around. <laughs> it's lots of. But. No, it's um, good. Yeah, so Tom Selleck. Um, man, Betty was the shit. Betty was the shit, period. period. Do you agree, Alex? Betty she really she could not have happened without her. Yeah, she, she was for sure the engine. Uh, None of this shit moved side. without. Yeah. And I applaud Ruddy for being willing to let her move on because he had the power to not allow that. He really did. I, I do wonder if it happened like that. Was there a little bit more resistance and they're just trying to give him? Because it looks like. It looks like Ruddy's either daughter or granddaughter or niece, somebody. Alex. Alex, Alex right. Alex yeah. Ruddy. Dance you know. So, you know, I don't <laughs> know if there's like a clause here where they want to make sure he's all PC. Maybe. But we're just, we'll just assume that he kind of let her, you know, he, he gave her the space to do her thing. Because he could not have done this without her at all. Yeah. And found her a building, paid two months of rent. Two years. That's away. Two, excuse about me. Yeah, it. two years. Which is why I say, like, when you said you cried, I was like, I felt away. Because, like, how do you know I wanted that space? Like, just give me the cash so I could find it. It was a nice gesture, though. It was nice. <laughs> oh, my God. No, you didn't. It's my space. It's my creative space. You're just going to set me up somewhere. Like, she I'm actually an artist, point, too. With, with knowing the kind of woman Betty was, that actually is a good point. She was very wow. big about. No, I, I'm with you. It was a very nice gesture. Very. It was nice. a huge was gesture. I, don't, do. I certainly wouldn't have brought it up in the moment, but like. <laughs> in the moment. Well, no. Well, I imagine if Betty thought that then, because she made a part of her personality was, I want men to stop making decisions for me. I yeah. want to choose this on my own. So she was out of character by accepting. No, no. I think it. No, you don't turn down free things either. Right. Of that nature. Like two years. Like I'm moving two years if I really hate this shit. But like, yeah. Right, and it was cute. a blank canvas. She could have done what she wanted. Not lots of good but natural But she also light. walked in and she was like, this looks like a place people would kill people. Yeah. yeah. Like. Well, it was also covered well, in like shower curtains and shit. it was covered in tarps shit. and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fair. So, okay. So duly noted that Alex, if you <laughs> just give her the cash, don't pay her Unless too much. Unless she told you rent. what to get. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm, I, yeah, I guess that's fair. I guess that's fair. But y'all got to remember that next time y'all buy niggas tube socks for Christmas. Imagine me buying niggas tube socks. I give impeccable gifts. I give great gifts. Okay. Yeah. Did they, are they gifts that people ask for or is it just that you assume they want? That I pay attention and like hear them referring to. Oh, like, okay. So kind of how Ruddy was like, oh, she want her, she want to do her thing. So she probably just needed space. But I, I know enough to not buy, like, so I know not to buy him headphones, because he's a headphone collector, and I'm not going to pick the right shit. So I would probably take him shopping for those, since uh-huh. they're so important to him. That oh, is yeah. the first time I ever heard of anyone collecting headphones. Oh, no, that's There a are thing. some very, very expensive Yeah, people that are into music, man. Really? They take their music seriously. And they yeah. sound different. Like, all of them sound different. Like, is he into, like, classic ones, too? Like, is, is that a thing? Older ones, yeah, I guess. 
there's, I don't know what years they were made, but I forget the name of the brand, but there's some headphones that are like they're over ears and in ears at the same time. And hmm. like they play different, like a there's like I can't explain it. Like you can change different modes on the headphones to hear like the acoustics in different places like opera houses and I could never oh. do that. Yeah, My AirPod Max are too much for me sometimes. Mm. So I couldn't imagine that. Like yeah. it, it's almost sensory deprivation. It's like I don't want to live inside the song, bro. Like you some don't? people some people want to I live do there. sometimes like, I and, I use, and I use like, them at the gym, right? So yeah, I want to hear okay. that mainly. But if I'm like not at the gym, like out walking or just like doing something my headphones on. It they work too well. No, I want to hear the fucking piccolo in the back of the room. Like, <laughs> nobody was supposed to hear it. Like, I want to hear all that. You hear that flute, nigga? The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to look up the name of those headphones. I got to see if uh, see if your partner has them. Man. Right, um, yeah, let me know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, I, damn, I knew. Anyway, it's I ain't going to get fixated on yeah. it because I will. Because you're good I, at that. Sure. Just yeah. remind the me. The only ones I have. They're me. not Audio Technica. That's the only brand I know. Oh, no, no, no. Audio Technica. Okay. It just remind me at the end of the pod. I got y'all looking up. Okay. Um, all right. So, all right. So Alex's beef was that he should have asked her about the space. Fair enough. Got it. <laughs> A minor beef. <laughs> all right. So the longest yard. Ruddy. Ruddy basically said, "Fuck part two. I want to do this Burt Reynolds." I respect mm-hmm. it. Sure. I respect it. I've never seen the longest yard. I know that they redid it with Adam Sandler back in the early two thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, oh right i didn't even realize that his was a remake yeah yeah yeah. but Um, i guess to be fair hogan's heroes wasn't that a comedy as well the first show he sold well i I don't know if the longest yard was the longest yard a comedy it was nominated as a musical or comedy oh okay okay. was it Mm -hmm. interesting Mm -hmm. that's what it won a a golden globe for okay interesting well Hmm. yeah yes he's got a com i mean he doesn't seem to have too much comedic i might walk it Watch it. And it was witty. Like, it wasn't, like, super funny, but it was witty. Right. Like, it was one of those. Like, 70s witty? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm. Um, I I was surprised to hear that Burt Reynolds was quite the, I guess... Anti-prison? Well, no, no, no. I guess he was considered, like, a hunk. (laughs) You know? Yes. There are some weird people who still think Burt Reynolds is fine. There's, like, a whole poster Well, Burt Reynolds with that nasty ass chest hair. He's dead. What's wrong with chest hairs? Burt Reynolds specifically? It was always covered in sweat when they showed it. It looked like it makes you want to buy Okay, I've never seen I've never seen sweaty chest hairs. Yeah, it wasn't I good. Like it wasn't good. I'm a chest hair advocate. He looks like a person who just sweats all the time. So if you're a sweater, uh-huh. I don't want you to have chest hair. Okay. There's a lot of speci- specificity. It gets musty. You just you have to groom. You have to yeah, yeah. you have to groom really a lot well. Of specificity there. Um uh, however, I loved Burt Reynolds in Boogie Nights. That was probably one of the only mm-hmm. Burt Reynolds performances I can remember. There's only one thing I remember about Boogie yep. Nights. Oh, Dirk Dick, the end scene where he pulled out his dick. Just rolled out of his pants. <laughs> <laughs> that was a prosthetic, by the way. Just to was let you it? know. I don't care. <laughs> Before y'all get some false expectations of dicks rolling out of pants. I promise you women not, don't actually want dicks, dicks that big. I'm really not. <laughs> women uh, don't want big, giant dicks. Oh, do tell. Finish. We're Finish. lying. Build... Say more. <laughs> they're they're just not functional. Like, what are you gonna do with that? Okay. They're just there's they have to go in. It's the logistics just very often aren't gonna work with 
the, very the, large ones. There's y'all probably want to get a little bit more verbal about that message because I think I think the male. No, I want niggas to get off Twitter. No, just yeah, get off. That's Twitter. really it. Like if y'all would talk to actual humans <laughs> and oh, not the timeline, <laughs> right? Like, the bots. like, oh, interesting. That's yeah. a, that's a thought. Maybe we could start asking actually asking people imagine talking to one another no because y'all are gonna hear that advice and that's gonna be the first question that you ask somebody that you meet on tinder so here's my icebreaker do you like like no to talk to humans like regular people when do you when do you introduce the dick talk out of curiosity like when like the first date's not the time to do it excuse me i've been out of the dating i've been married for 11 years i've been out of the dating pool I had this rule about men who talk to me about sex before I've had sex with them. I will immediately block you. Okay. And it's and, and don't get me wrong. When we get to a place where it's it's time to talk about preferences and such, but talking to me about your dick, like oh, in a vulgar like way. Well, that's goofy. Yeah. Like asking me on like third or fourth conversation, so what do you like to do in bed? Why? Well, that's not talking. You'll, you'll never know. You're talking about sex. Like don't talk to, don't speak to me sexually. Like what? I don't even like niggas that are new in my life to call me sexy well okay so you just I'm, got here. I'm asking on behalf of men here right because so, like men want no one answer y'all want one yeah. answer because to a lot that. of women men wanting to sleep i don't mind you. it if really the vibe like if the if it's mutual like i yeah. expect you to read context clues and like know that we're flirting like we're in that space got it. but some men just like to just out, drop out there sense. and some of them i think do it to make you feel uncomfortable to see how you're gonna, you're gonna respond to it. Oh, that's okay. I, I think some people are just don't have any awareness at all. I have no idea. Because well, my thing is, men will killer. fuck warm yogurt. I don't care that you want to sleep with me. That's that's a myth. They won't see. Everybody saw American Pie, and now they think men fuck things that are no, no, no. I mean, objects. no. What I'm saying is, y'all just like warm wet holes. I've seen some of y'all baby mothers. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. like I, I've seen some okay. of the women y'all have been with. That may be valid. That may it's be not valid. always a compliment be wanting to have sex with someone. Okay. Like there are lots of like. Oh, it's certainly not a compliment. You see what but, I mean? So like, yeah. don't think you're doing me a favor by telling me how much you want to sleep with me. Of course you do. The fuck. Okay. <laughs> right. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. This. Hey man, I'm a sponge today. I've thrown. But I've again, to Alex's point, <laughs> it's vibes. Yeah. It's yeah. gonna be different for everyone if if we're throwing the appropriate hints. And unfortunately, guys, that is where we get to lead. I'm sorry. I'm going to be very misogynistic and old school about that. Mm-hmm. Women get to lead that part of it and and let you know when it's okay to do that. Oh, well, yeah. I, I encourage you yeah. to make sure there's consent before you You, you go follow to that a girl's level. lead. Yeah. So if I've given yeah. you no hint that, it hey, we can go there, there yeah. don't, don't yeah. do that. Don't even jump that gun. I got it. But again, to Alex's point, some, some people, not even just men, have been... People's social awareness and ability to read social that's cues is just like. Well, that's where old niggas like myself. I'm 40, by the way, Alex. So I consider myself an old nigga. That's oh where old God. niggas, you know, pre, you know. Pre-internet. Pre, Pre-ethernet niggas, right? <laughs> right? That's where we win, right? Because I still have a remnants of how to actually speak with people. Yeah. Right? yeah. I'm not an all digital nigga. Like, really? Huh? I feel like. They, All right, that's fair. They doofy, yeah. but they can have a conversation. I think, I think like 80, 81, that's like the sweet spot right there, right? I don't think so, because y'all was in Black Planet chat room showing your whole ass. Like, yeah, but we was but we was all types of grown by that. We was 18, 19 And it 19 wasn't constant. 
like even us, Alex, like mm. we were maybe the last generation who did not grow up on the internet. Like you had to leave the internet at home. Yeah. See, we still we experienced freak nick shit like that. You know what I mean? All these like socially fucking unacceptable things that happened mm. back then, but we was outside. We was outside. That's true. And That's then, true. you know, we we kind of found the medium between the outside and the digital. And then... Like, MySpace was on a desktop. And when you weren't That's at your true. desktop, yeah. you left. That's true. I'm telling you, man. We had two-way like, pages. I'm to 80, 81. That's yeah. the sweet spot. I miss the Blackberries. I really do. Bring it back. When you have to give a nigga your phone number, you can say, here's my pen. Right. And move on with your life. <laughs> I still got my Blackberry. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck y'all mean. All right, Drake. Yeah, I still got mine. Oh no. I don't got the side scroll though. I got the little middle. Oh yes, that that's what matters. That's I don't like yep. that side scroll shit. Yep. Um, how do we get to Blackberries? I don't and know. I think oh. we got here from Burt Reynolds, yeah, and then oh the yeah, out the pants. people thought Boogie Nights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm oh, talking yeah, about Boogie yeah. Nights. Wow. Paul Thomas Anderson is another one of my favorites. He just cannot do any wrong. Yeah. I agree. I do agree. Um, well, no, that's a lie. That's a big fucking lie on my behalf because I didn't. I didn't like licorice pizza. I haven't seen that yet, but on purpose. Yeah, no, I'm not no. trying to ruin. It's called well, licorice it, pizza. Kind of, listen, so. we had Boogie Nights, Magnolia. There will be blood. That was the pinnacle. There will be blood is the fucking best movie. Yeah. That's my comfort movie. Yeah, that's that and No Country for Old Men are like they're oh, like yeah. pinnacle. And then after the after. No country, or excuse me, after there will be blood, I feel like everything else after that was just like, yeah, fuck it. I'm just gonna, you know, whatever happens, happens. It was more of that attitude. It kind of felt like. Like it just wasn't as like um just wasn't as I don't know. It just didn't do it for me. Like I'm I'm trying to remember the one that the one that came out before Licorice Pizza. I can't even remember it. That's how uh... Yeah, that's how it just it went it went bad. Not no, Inherent Vice was a long time ago. Yeah, no, that's the one I was thinking about. Inherent, oh, was Inherent, it? Inherent Vice is I yeah. That one took me a couple of times, but Phantom Thread was fucking phenomenal. Oh, I never saw that, but I was very interested because I love oh Daniel Day Lewis. That was really good. It's okay. him. It's Daniel Day Lewis. Like right. it's it's so fucking intense and not traumatic. It's just so fucking inappropriate. Okay. Okay. Like, did, I, I just love it. Did he do The Master too? The one with Joaquin Phoenix? Yes. Okay. See, I, I kind of enjoyed The Master. That's the movie that made me want to do this shit. That made like, you want to screen right? Yes. The Master. I, left the, I went to The Masters when I was living in Phoenix. I was living by myself. Mm-hmm. I went to the movie theater by myself, watched this movie. I was so fucking depressed. I bought six donuts, ate them donuts, and slept for 10 hours. Because that movie was just like, it, it, it was just, it affected me like no movie ever had before. I was like, who the fuck Whoa. do you think you are? How could you write movies that that like <laughs> that, make you feel depressed? Why would you do like this to me? <laughs> okay, so. Why, how did you pull that off? How did you write that? How did you cast that? How did you direct that? Like. How am I so affected? Like, yes. So, so you're not familiar with Harmony Corinne then? No. The guy who the guy who wrote Kids, he did Jesus Gumbo. God, that's sick fuck. Yeah, he he a lot. If you look at his early filmography, a lot of his shit is very like, it's just very like um. What did he write? He wrote Kids. The... You know the uh the movie, the the movie. Okay. Kids will fuck you up. Okay. Did did you grow up in the 90s? I don't. You know. I don't. Yeah, wanna... I'm 38. 
Okay, so you're around, okay, we're around the same age. You don't remember Kids? Kids was the movie that, like, when it came out, everybody, we were teenagers, everybody was talking about Kids, like, yo, this shit is fucking crazy. Because it was What's like. Wrong? When did it come out? I don't even see kids it. Kids came day. out, like, 94. It, it was basically about a bunch of teenagers in New York fucking and doing drugs. Getting AIDS and doing drugs and, and just shit. being. Felt like no, a documentary, what the hell? but it wasn't. It was a film. It was written by Harmony Korine. He, I think, he was like seventeen or eighteen at the time when he I wrote it, it, and directed by. Um, Have Larry... you seen White Oleander? No, that sounds familiar. I think it had Meg Very Pfeiffer fun. in it. White Oleander, never seen. So I want okay. you to think of the movie Thirteen. Never seen Thirteen. I remember you talking about it though. On fucking steroids. Okay. Like if Euphoria was rated like there you go past R. No, I don't want to fucking see that. Honestly, Euphoria. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it so that I can add this experience. Euphoria is a Disney show compared to kids. Compared to kids, right? Oh my god, kids was the original. Like, yeah, holy shit. Like Like, Rue is a child. Those parents were praying for. In the in the way kids ends, it's fucking horrifying. Like you think Requiem for a Dream is bad? No, Requiem for a Dream is. Oh, I like that movie. It is, but you think that that's like a disturbing nah requiem for the dream got requiem you think for a dream got, got the kids crown. beat got got kids beat. Yeah, they I'm both sorry. have a crown yeah requiem got kids beat nah, I don't know if requiem I got beat. made me feel sick to my stomach when i watched it, it but like, this is kids so I, I can't imagine watching requiem with children well right. kids kids like but, and they're doing much worse 16, shit 16 17 they did they, they were smoking weed it wasn't like they weren't shooting up heroin they were smoking weed it was really just smoking weed and fucking and cussing. And it's the dialogue. My no. school. No. Exactly. No, no. For real, honestly, with time has passed and with shows like Euphoria and like harder drugs that like kids have been addicted to, if you go back and watch kids now, it's way more palatable. But you got to put okay. it in context to what it was in the 90s when like nothing, uh, we came from like Saved by the Bell to kids. You know oh, so like saying? The Wire. Like, yeah, yeah, The Wire like, was I was on Twitter that day when people were like, this isn't real life. Like, this was, I mean, it was, that's, that was my school, the school I went to. Like, yeah. these private school kids do whatever the fuck they yeah. want. You'll get, you'll get it. But, like, th- yeah, the way kids end is, is a conversation starter because mm. it's, it'll make you go talk to your child. Yeah. It's basically two things happen in one incident, and it's just <laughs> like, wait a minute, wait a minute, what? The fuck's going on here? What? But it's so simple. I, that's what I'm saying. Like the subject matter is so. I mean, I, can we just spoil it? Do you care if we just yeah, spoil go ahead. it? You're fine. Basically, what's his name? Telly. Yes. Was it Telly? No, it wasn't Telly. It was the Are other guy. Sure? The the guy from um. Nah, Telly was the main character. What was his friend's name? The one that was in Next Friday. Anyway, that guy. Um. Basically, th- there was all right. The whole movie. It, there's this girl. It's Chloe Savigny, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Savigny? Hmm? Yeah, Savigny. There you go. Seven. So she's like, she's one of the stars. You know, this was Rosario Dawson's breakout movie. This was mm-hmm. her breakout oh, movie. Okay. Um, and what happens is, is that I guess she tested positive for HIV. So mm-hmm. she's going around trying to find Telly because Telly, Telly has this thing for like having sex with virgin girls. So he took her virginity. So he basically gave her HIV. So she's going around to try to find Telly to tell him that she tested positive for HIV so he doesn't go around fucking all these, you know, so he knows what his, yeah. his situation is. 
So she ends up at like a little house party jump. She gets drunk. You know what I'm saying? Everybody gets drunk. They fall asleep. And then like the other dude, I forget his name. I think Ghost. I think his name was like Ghost or some shit like that. Mm -hmm. Anyway, he wakes up like, he wakes up in the middle of the night and basically just like starts fucking on her. So like he basically raped her her. and she has HIV. You know what I'm saying? So like that's kind of like how the movie ends. Where he he rapes a girl who had HIV, um, and what the fuck? yeah, it's it's very they're wild. sixteen. It's very you see wild. what I'm saying? Right? Yeah, it's sick, and it's the dialogue and stuff. It's it's just sick, bro. But again, with, with time passing and like and things dri- like Euphoria being out, it's a little way. It's I think way I'm more. gonna read it. I'm gonna read it instead. But they have them kids acting it. like weed was going to make you act like you was on heroin. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it, it, it was saying, just weed they were doing. Right, but they were acting like uh, they were strung out. But it, it was... It was more uh, so the culture shit. Like, you know, yeah. you got these, yeah. you know, these these basically midtown Manhattan white boys, you know, wilding out, smoking weed, skateboarding, you know, trying to trying to juke girls out their panties, you know. Yeah. It, it was like a culture shock then, you know. But, I mean, shit, that's fucking middle school now. Child. So. Middle school there. Oh my god, that's so young. Oh yeah. How do we keep doing this? How do we keep getting completely <laughs> off Godfather on like the most toxic shit? Well, I just I don't know if they knew before, but I knew when y'all got in here, y'all were simply going to go blow for blow for writers of movies, and mm-hmm. I was going to chime in when appropriate. No. This is what I expected from y'all. There's I nothing to talk not. about. I did not expect to be talking at all. Yeah, yeah there's nothing to talk about the show. The show was cute. It was a great little ending. They wrapped it up cute and nice little bow. Yeah. Talk more about Fincher and shit. I don't know. Like, <laughs> well, like we'll I told you, we'll do that. I'm not. No, no. I knew that today I was gonna be yay team, right? Yeah. Like I just I don't know shit about this. Okay. I I, I'm, I work in finance. <laughs> finance is like a gun. Politics is knowing when to pull the trigger. Yeah. What's that from? That's the accent. When to pull the trigger. When to pull the trigger. Fuck is yeah, y'all yeah. talking about? I think that's Godfather it's in part three. three. Did yeah. I? Wa- I know. That was Lucchese. Don Lucchese. <laughs> sure. See how unimportant he, it is. He, he said, "Because <laughs> Vincent Mancini was like, uh, you know, you deal in politics. I don't know anything about that." He said, "Well, you understand guns, don't you?" He said, "Yeah." He said, "Finance is like a gun, and politics is doing what the trigger. Right. So anyway. Godfather yeah, he was a wild, wild, he was a, definitely Sonny's kid. Definitely Sonny's they kid. They made that so obvious. Yeah. And I didn't like that. I mean, I didn't like that Sonny was that way. Like, okay. so much different from Vito. Like, don't show anybody what you're thinking. Like, show yeah. the fuck out. Like, how could he be that? He was the old, he was the oldest? I he think was a middle so. Kid. No, I Michael was Fredo the kid was the brother. Oldest. Fredo was the oldest. That's why it was weird. Yes. No, Fredo wasn't the oldest. Sonny was the oldest. Fredo, Sonny was? Was Fredo, he? Fredo, yeah, Fredo was the second. Yeah, he was the second. No. And he was born with But didn't Fredo make a comment like, he was the second my because brother to be taking care of me? He was talking to Mike, he, though. Yeah, he but was talking remember, to Mike. Remember, oh, Fredo Michael, was so frail yeah. because of the pneumonia he was born with. Yeah. That's right. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, so Sonny. Fredo, Michael, Connie. But him being the old hothead, I mean, it doesn't make sense. He spent the most time with his dad at first. Yeah. He was the one under his dad's wing and it just never, yeah. it's never quite curled over. It's never quite curled <laughs> over. Never quite curled over. Okay. Okay. Um, Is there anything left to discuss about the offer? It was very pre- good. I yeah. think to you guys' point, they better not follow suit and give me a season two. I agree. We don't need this for the Godfather too. We don't need this. No. Yeah. We don't need this. I totally agree. 
totally no, agree. It was perfect. Um, yeah, this was a really this was a series that um, I I mean I knew it was going to be good when when we saw the previews for it, but it was um way more uh, you know fulfilling than I expected. I hope you. Oh yeah, I thought it was going to be very corny. Yeah, yeah this was very it was very well done. Yeah, and uh, for sure, I know I came off learning some things. I hope y'all did too. Yeah, absolutely. Good, good, good. Well, listen, Alexandra, we're going to have to have you back on at some other point to actually talk just specifically about The Godfather. I would love it. We're all going to have to watch all three. That would be <clears throat> That would be dope. Not yeah, too fake, Mary. Six, you got to give three a chance. You got to. There's you don't even have to do moments. it. Like, just, you know, little by little. Yeah. Fine, There's some fine. important moments. Like I said, the, yeah. the, the, the offer kind of pulled some context into things that happened in three. Maybe I'll feel yeah. differently about it as an adult. We'll see. Yeah, that's possible. Maybe. Bet, bet. Well, shit. Alex, before we get off, you want to you wanna give them your socials or you want to remain anonymous? I don't know my socials by heart. Is that silly? Yeah, no, no, it's, it's not. not. It's, it's not actually silly. admirable. Yeah, I, I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> it's underscore Alexandra G G underscore. On which platform? That's on Twitter. And is there an Instagram? Y'all can stay off my Instagram. Period. <laughs> okay. Well, I would like to get your Instagram before I get that. I guess you. That that's that's my uh, place of choice. But um, and six, would you like to give them the the socials for the show? Please? Absolutely. Yep. On Instagram, we are Grams of Snow Pod. On Twitter, we are Grams of Snow. Again, please throw us some stuff that you want us to look at, review. Maybe I think that we may have something in the works. Treasy texted me earlier. Yeah, um, but we'll figure something out, you yeah. know. Some stuff is on the way, but of course, we want to keep you guys satiated. Yeah, that's true. And I'm just going to let y'all know right off the rip, it's probably going to be a bye week next week. So. It, no, no, no. It not probably. Yeah, I will oh, not man. be talking to y'all next week. Yeah, we need, we need, we need one week of rest. We've I love you down, but but shit. But Alex, man, thank you for taking the time to join yes. the show. Glad to finally I love have you. On the pod. I love y'all's podcast. It's so good. Yeah. Content is amazing. Good. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And uh, like I said, I hope it's not the last time we have you. Absolutely not. Oh, man. Well, shit. Y'all know the vibes. Catch us not next week, but the week after. Spirit. It might feel like next week if you're binging these, these podcasts, but the week after. And I guess until then, uh, what until then, Six? Bye, friends. All right. Whatever. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, y'all. This has been an On Ear Network production.